wondered what it was like to live in the days that Jesus walked the earth, to witness firsthand miracles, healings, and actually dealing with demons and casting them out. What were earthly Christians like? I have somebody with me today I think you're going to be excited about. Troy Albano grew up in the Hawaiian Islands. He attended a university on the island of Oahu, but also experienced something many Christians never experienced. Today we're going to talk about how to deal with demons. Troy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So, you know, you, you grew up and, and when I heard a little bit, I heard you had a girlfriend that was Christian, but you were not, he didn't like what she was doing. Right. What happened? Well, I had a different view of Christians. I thought they were really holy, great morals and all that. And she invited me to a Bible study and quickly, I, well, I went with her. It wasn't for the Bible studies. You went but, for the girls? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, I hear that all the time. Right, you know? but I thought this person, from the perspective of what I thought Christians were like, I thought, wow, who can find someone like this? Yeah. And so I spent time with her, and in a very short time, I realized it wasn't exactly to the standards what I thought a Christian should be. So it was not her Christian standards, it was your Christian standards. What do you think a Christian, what was she doing wrong? Well, I thought they were real, you know, holy, pure. That's what I thought. I had other relations prior to that, and it was just, it wasn't like what I thought a wholesome person, moral. But why would you care? You weren't a Christian to begin with, or did that show you who she kind of was? Maybe I was idol, uh, very, uh, to me, idolistic. You know, I okay. thought maybe that'd be great to find someone like that, but when I ran into her, I thought she was that type of a person. So did you break up with her? Um, it actually didn't uh, happen right away. In, in time, I wasn't saved at the time. Right. But when I finally got saved, I realized things that we were doing in our relationship was not right. And no so one told me that. So how did you find Jesus in the process then? She's not the example. Not a bad person, but she's not the example. What happened? Well, I wanted to find out who Jesus was. I mean, from what I saw of Christianity, uh -huh. it was kind of confusing. So one day when I came back from school, I was at the University of Hawaii at the time, I, I, I was just asking God, if you, if you can't show me who your son is, how can I ever believe in you? And what happened was, because I didn't believe Jesus was God, I didn't believe that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit were one. Uh, the moment I... Before I even could finish the word you, how could I ever believe in you, instantly there was a force that came inside of me. I instantly knew who Jesus was. I couldn't explain it, but I instantly knew. And there was a force that came upon me. Um, I didn't read the Bible. I didn't know the Bible. But you and knew something. How did you know what, what it was? Because it was a force. It was a powerful, physical force. And instant, instantly I knew Jesus was God. How could, I always thought he was only the that Son. That was the Holy Spirit. Well, now, of course, I know it's the Holy Spirit, but it came yeah. upon me. It was a powerful presence. And I was uh, just in tears of joy. It was like a burden was lifted. Um, I experienced a love that I, I've never, ever, ever experienced before. And I wasn't looking to get saved or anything like that. It just happened to me. Wow, somebody yeah. must have been praying. Could be. Or God Praise just God. said, it's his time now. Yeah. That's, that's not, usually they show up at church and they go to an altar call. and it, Yours was totally out of the box. Yeah, no one shared the gospel to me. And so what did you do from there? Because now what do you do? Do you start trying to find things? Or you say, give me more? Or what did you do next? Well, what happened there, I called up some friends of mine in, 
in California, I was in Hawaii, and I, I shared my experience, and they received Jesus too by what? not knowing the Bible <laughs> because they wanted what I wanted. I just shared my testimony. Didn't know what verses to get. I didn't know the Bible. I don't want to call you weird, but this is different. This is good stuff. This is really good stuff. So did you start learning? Did you buy a Bible? Did you find out more? How did God lead you among such a different path? Well, we met in the beaches of Hawaii, very simple, like first century Christians. Um, when we met at homes, and from there on, I, a friend of mine just... How did you know we? How did you find the people? The Lord just started directing people my way, and... And before you know it, I, this one brother started teaching me the Word. I started reading the Word, and he started showing me that the Word is very living. It's a person. And I didn't fully understand that, but I knew the experience I had, so I just received whatever he said through the Word of God. Wow. So you, you start disciple groups. You start mm -hmm. working with people. And, and then what? Well, then my Christian life uh, were... I, I basically was, I graduated from the University of Hawaii, and then I went into a program called Naval Officer Candidate School. I became a Naval Officer, and then once I got oh, out... Oh, no, because once you go into the Army... Well, it was Navy. Navy. Oh, that's even better. But then you're yeah. in the Navy, you're in the Navy, and, and everything changes. There's boot camp, there's a lot of tough stuff. Did that stop your Christianity altogether? Did you just start at the party? And no, all? not really. Um, I was just growing in the Lord, and I just wanted to, I was not really fully mature in Christ yet, but I, was, I knew I wanted Him more. Did you find <clears throat> in the Navy what you were looking for, for God? No, I wasn't looking for God in the Navy or more of God, no. So none of that. How long were you enlisted? Uh, several years. Okay. Yeah. So you get out of there, and now what? And, and now I'm, I'm looking for my old friends that we used to gather very simply, like the first century Christians said. But they're all moved away, so I started going to different uh, churches, different uh, non-denominational, denominational, and so I got to experience the gamut of Christianity. But I never forgot the simplicity of how I met in the beaches of Hawaii and in homes. You probably wanted more of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I couldn't find it anywhere. Why didn't you start your own? Well, I did. You know, so eventually I just started meeting with others, and then I found a group that met like that, and for, for decades, that's how I, I've met, just really simple in homes and coffee shops. We just meet very simple. That's yeah. good. That's really good. So nowadays, you're, you're actually a whole notch up from that. You've learned a lot. You've grown a lot. Mm -hmm. But you, you're known to, to be dealing with demons. You see demons in people, and that's not weird or freaky, but... But that is just part of what you do. So I want to go to there next. And you know, when you see somebody that is way out there or some big things that happen, what do you do with it? How do you deal with a demon? Do you make a difference in it? Can you actually say for the thing to go? And how do you know it's not going to come back? What is it that you can do? How do you recognize it? And how do you go about it? That's next. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bart TV. The stories we bring, the problems we show, the solutions we present are real. They are raw and they are authentic. The stories we share are with real people. Are you struggling or do you know someone that has problems? We want you to know that you are not alone. Many can relate. Are you afraid? God wants to give you peace. Do you feel unloved? Know that God loves you. God wants to give you love, peace, joy, and hope. It's all about the real deal. 
Barb TV wants to share with you its resources, answers, and hope. It is time to not live in a mediocre life, but for you to step into your full potential. God has great plans for you. We have great answers, resources, and hope. BarbTV.org or 855-515-5550. When you deal with demons, what is it that you're doing about it? What are they? They're fallen angels and that chose Satan instead of God. But their main purpose really is in their life is hatred and trying to destroy as much as possible. Now you have experienced mm -hmm. that firsthand from people. What is the first time that you dealt with a situation like that? It was, um, it was in 1996. I was in a home gathering, very, very conservative. So my background is not dealing with demons or anything like that. And um, somebody was uh, sharing, the, sharing uh, ready to pray, and as they prayed, I heard a scream from one of the ladies there. She like just aloud? Everybody could hear it? Yeah, it was just, but it's not a normal scream. It was just a weird, strange voice. And so immediately I was sitting by her, so I kind of stood up and blocked her. Um, and from there on, there was a physical force, I mean, powerful force grabbed me and held me. I could not move. What? And when I looked at her, her face started contorting and she kind of bit her lip and tried to spit like kind of blood at me. And that was my first, first situation. Scared. It was, I was terrified. Yeah. 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 So, and, and then what happened after that? You're like, I'm out of here or? Well, I, I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. You just are. I couldn't. It was a physical, more strong. And this was just entities. a lady, right? Yeah, she was right there, but she was contorting. She was, her face was contorting, looking straight into me. And all I knew is, I better be right with the Lord, like, right now. Okay, and I was walking with the Lord, but I wanted to make sure there was nothing missing. So I, the first thing that came to my thought was, I'm just going to confess all, anything that I think could be, hold, you know, separating from me the, from the Lord. I didn't care who was listening. And from there, I just, I said, Lord, I closed my eyes and I said, I said, I'm a sinner. And all I said was, thank you for your precious blood. And once I said that, there was something in me started like welling up, like this faith started welling up. I was terrified, I tell you. And then from there, Right before, I remember visiting a charismatic church many years before, and they, they say, in the name of Jesus, Lord, rebuke you, Satan. But to say it in this gathering that I was at, it's like, it's like someone speaking in tongues at a Baptist church. Oh, that's not a good combination. Exactly. It, it, everything is off, and everybody's like, what are you doing right now? Right. So did you say it? Well, so right before I was going to say that, there was a... It was as if it was a voice. It's, the voice said this in this exact tone. I wouldn't say that in front of these people. But that's satanic. Here. That's not of God. Well, I didn't know. You I, did not know. Yeah. Okay. So, but immediately I just, I didn't care. I, just, <laughs> I was still terrified. I just immediately said it was either I, I was going to be the one, the casualty, or this thing's got to go. I, I didn't know. All I said in the name of Jesus, Lord, rebuke you. And let me tell you what happened. I thought I was terrified by just the very name of Jesus. They were like 100 times more terrified than I was. 
it amazed me because they all of a sudden she just dropped right on the couch and it is as if they all just instantly flew away. They were gone. They were gone. I was still oh, shaking. You're talking about demons. Yeah. They just right. took off. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what to say Jesus. right now. You're, so you, you have that. It was Jesus' power. And of it's course. The name of Jesus was amazing. So then you started becoming aware of that kind of thing. Was the woman delivered at that moment? Oh, yeah. She was freed. I mean, I, we, I didn't even know what delivered meant. Um, but I found out later that she was, her husband was bringing her to exorcisms. And, oh, and, but okay. no one was able to deal with it. So that was my first encounter. Um, the next encounter was, was uh, 2016. 20, There's a big 20 change. years later. So you did nothing with it for many years. Well, I, I was not in that environment. I was right. really studying the Word. And I think, for me, I think it's really important people get a strong foundation in the Word of God, get to know the Lord Jesus. Because you, you really need to know Him before you start entering into these arenas. Right, Otherwise, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you get deceived very easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what was the next encounter? It was only a couple of years ago. What happened? Well, <clears throat> we were baptizing this uh, individual um, and the person. Baptizing? Yeah, just baptizing. We, 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 it was, we, met, we had a little conference in my home, but uh, these people would come from everywhere. I, I didn't know who he was. But we were baptizing him, and I brought a couple of my friends that I just baptized, newly saved, okay? So we're all new to this, and we sat down. I mean, we got into the, the, the jacuzzi, and next thing you know, after he came out of the water, he just started manifesting. After I, the baptism? Yeah, right after the baptism. We had no clue what we were doing. But we knew one thing, that we just felt the love for this person. I mean, this... I mean, this guy was roaring, yelling. I mean, he was very powerful, but he, but he, he was, he, there was no power. When it came, compared to what the power of the Lord, I mean, he couldn't even barely, he couldn't do anything. But the love of God was, I think the love of God was the most powerful thing. And eventually he, he got fully free. There was a lot of demons in him, many of them. So how long does it take in a situation like that when you're dealing with creepy stuff like that, really? You know, when you're dealing with it, how long does it take to help people to get away, to be delivered? Well, people ask me that question all the time. My ex personal experience with uh, ones that co-labor with me, it, it probably takes maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes. I don't care how many demons are in the person. The most important thing is is when you're, you're speaking to them because Jesus was a master at asking questions. Because you're dealing with someone's humanity at the same time you're dealing with the, the demonic forces. So when you ask questions, it causes the enemy to start exposing themselves. Because we're light. In Mark 4 it says... So um, give me some example of the questions that you're asking. I, I would just ask, but just before I ask that question, um, answer that real quick, is because we are light, Mark 4.22 says, That which is hidden, that which is made secret, will, made, will be exposed in light. Because okay. we are light. So I would just be speaking to that person. And right away, a couple seconds, they start saying, You know, I struggle with depression. And it's important. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah. I'm it's really this. important that they say it. Okay. And, and, and when, they, when, when I ask them a the question, now that I have one, that behavior... So you go by off the behaviors that they're saying, you know, there's more to it. We, you want to hear more too? I do too. Stay tuned.
We'll be right back. At Bark TV, we deal with all kinds of different situations, and many people are calling in for needs. People that are struggling with demonic issues, people that are struggling with relationships or with health issues, and many different things. It is an honor to serve you, it's an honor to help you, and it's an honor to show you models and stories of how things can go right. Our goal is to show you the problem, to show you the process, and then to show you the solution that God has, not just for the people that come on the air, but also for the people that God wants to help you with and bless with. God wants to be there for you, God wants to show you, and God wants to guide you. It does cost money to do those things, and it would be an honor if you would consider to help us and partner with us to make a difference, not just in the United States, but all over the world. We have a plan, we are part of God's plan, and God wants to make a difference. Donate today and be blessed. In the book of Luke, it talks about that Jesus sent out 72 of the disciples. He sent them out. You have the 12 core ones, but there was also the bigger group. The bigger group is sent out, and this is what he told them to do. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat whatever is set before you. Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. They go out, they leave, and then they come back. And this is what happened. It says, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Mm -hmm. Troy, this is what you're talking about. This yes. is the actually stuff that you're dealing with. So when you have those manifestations and people all of a sudden start doing all this stuff in front of you, how do you recognize it? How do you know? Do you start asking questions like you said and then mm -hmm. you get the answers? Yeah. Give me some of strong examples of this. Well, when you ask questions, they would, the enemy would start exposing themselves, and they're, they're not loyal. So they might say, as an example, you know, I struggle with depression. I would say, well, tell me more about it. See, they've exposed themselves already, the spirit okay. of depression. And they're not loyal to each other. So they're not going to go down by themselves. So they start tattletelling on every one of them. Before you know it, depression, uh, bulimia, suicide, it just, it just comes out. And so, uh, but, but the key is to ask questions. Let them confess it. Don't try to plant seeds for them. Let them speak it because they're engaging their humanity too, their soul and their spirit and their, their body. You know, they're engaging in that. So once they do that, I already know. They start coming out. Just, they just start speaking. And then I address those issues right there. So well, how do you address them? Because, yeah, okay, they have bulimia. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, they have anger. Okay, they have depression. Now what, right? Well, what I, I share with them is, I said, well, the, the Lord was, uh, again, he asked, he was an incredible master of asking questions. And what, the next thing I do is I ask, if the Lord Jesus was here, what would you want him to do for you? And this wow, is scripture. that's a good question. Yeah. Well, because he wants to engage you where your, your heart is. So what is it you want him to do for you? And, I, and I'm, I'm quiet, I don't say nothing, because I want them to engage that choice. And they would say, I want to be free from this. Now, depending upon the situation, if it's more serious, I would say, what are you willing to do to be free from this? Especially if they're not an unbeliever. And if they say, whatever it takes, 
they're going to get freed. It's not like multiple times. Wow. They're going to get freed right then and there. Wow. Yeah. So give me an example of that. So the next thing I do is, because see, the Lord wants to free us. Right. Okay? And, and the next thing I do, I said, okay, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pray for you. Is that okay? And they said, yes. But I'm going to speak, but I'm not going to speak to you. I'm going to be speaking the things that you told me that you're struggling with. Be careful. It's not like everyone has a demon. Right. They'll, you'll scare the living daylights out of the people you're talking about. I know what it is. And I said, is that okay? They said, yes. I'm getting them to agree. So the moment I do that, I said, is it okay if I put my hand upon you? And they, they would say yes. And I said, just be relaxed. Just be open. See, we're vessels. God created, created us as a vessel to just receive and to be open. And then from there, I would, I would actually share the gospel to the, those demonic forces. They hate it. <laughs> Ser seriously. Uh, so, so you actually share the gospel right on that moment. Well, what I say is, you know who Jesus is. Okay? And I say, that's right, you know who Jesus is. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell what he's done. And I would share the gospel, how he suffered and died on the cross, shed his blood. And one of the biggest things that they hate most is when, I mean, they get really angry when you do that, is when you say, oh, by the way, it was the Son of Man that overcame you. Because God, right. it wasn't the Son of God, and that's right. why Satan... Right, on earth it was the Son of Man. That's right. That we can do that too. Absolutely. And then I start praying, and they start manifesting. And what do you um, mean by manifesting? It gets more agitated, more angry. Well, they get, more well I've run into situations where their the eyes turn pitch black, where they start speaking different voices. They turn to different people. Um, they they yell. They growl. They, their their faces contort. Um, I experienced all that, but it's the, the demons are weak. <laughs> they really are compared to the power that dwells in us. Mm -hmm. You don't have to scream. You don't have to yell. You don't have to try to intimidate them. That's the flesh. Right. It's the spirit that does it. Okay, it's Christ Himself that does it. It says in Luke eleven twenty it says, "But the finger of God, if you cast out demons, the kingdom of God has come upon you." Wow. It's only God's little finger. So they will listen if they scream and yell. You could tell them in the name of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. don't scream, and they'll just shut up right then and there. They listen to everything you say. But they're still there, or are they gone at this point? No, the, I start cast, the Lord, I just start casting them out. I don't yeah. really engage with So you say, in the name of Jesus, depression, I command you to go? I command you to go, and I cast you into the pit of hell. And they go. Yeah. It's, people try to make it a big show, but it's not something sensational. It's not like rolling around, it's not like that. So my question is, is this in the Bible, once those are cast out, if the house is not mm -hmm. clean, sure. Sevenfold they come back. So sure. at that point, do you start discipling them, or you say, "Oh, go to church and take care of it"? You know, um, the actual majority of what we do is is spend time discipling. So we fill them up because they're vessels. Now the those demonic forces that come out. So what we do is we pray that the Lord would fill them because they're empty vessels now. Right. Fill them with the Holy Spirit and empower them. And then from there, what we do is disciple them on who they really are in Christ. Romans six, seven, and eight so that they know how to maintain the victory and, and really maintain who they really are in Christ. Because the, the victory has already been won. Wow. Yeah. What was your worst scenario you ever dealt with? Um, 
Well, I had a person, well, I, don't, there, I had one person that would, was schizophrenic, uh, PTSD, just got out of the military. It was so bad that their therapist, a psychologist, a psychiatrist did not want to see him anymore, took medications, and he, would, he had a desire to murder. Okay, so he would go out in the streets up in this area. In the mid, in midnight, he'd leave and he'd take his gun looking for someone in the streets to kill. Uh, wow. that's a, that was my sec third situation that I dealt with, and I had no experience. Um, and, but he got totally delivered. I mean, it totally, totally delivered. Was I, it hard to approach him the first time? Not really. I mean, if you have the love of Jesus, it's not, it's, it's not we right. have it. If a genuine yeah. Christian that's walking with the Lord, the, 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 the source of power is already in them, the authority. It's so just a matter of releasing huh. it. So, Sami, you, you really, it, this is great what you're sharing. This is really mm -hmm. what people need to know. So, a couple of things. Some people say when you deliver them from demons, do not touch them. Is that true? Well, it's according to your faith. Okay. I, when, I, when I put my hand on them, I could feel them. But sometimes I don't even have to put my hand on them. Lately, it's just speaking, they come out. And they just go. Oh, That's yeah. That's just it. Oh, That's yeah. good. It's, it's the power. It, what's really important is we have to be in the Lord's presence. We have to, be, get, we have to know who He really is. And if, like Moses went up to the highest part of the mountain, right, into God's presence and did not die. If we're not spending time with the Lord like that, into His presence, you better be careful. Okay, yeah, it's going to be pretty deceptive, right? I dealt with some, you know, satanic witches, and they're, if you're not, if you don't know who he, Christ is and know the Word of God, you will be deceived. Because it says that, right, in the Word of God. Right. In the end days, that even the, me, the elect, may be deceived as well. Wow. Troy, this was really good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, is there a way we can get a hold of you? Yeah, they can go to my website. It's called Discipleship Duplication. Dot com and the and it's not fully completed yet but they still can go on it and go to the contact tab contact <laughs> tab and they could uh, email me as well Perfect. or give me a call thank you so much for being on the show wow pretty good stuff huh you know what this tells me today there is hope there are answers and it doesn't have to stay the way it is so you want to talk to us we'd love to pray with you we'd love to connect with you 855 5550 or go to barbtv.org and I want you to know it never was God's will for you to stay stuck in life. He wants you free. Let's get some help. She says, can you please pray for healing for me? And I don't know what just went wrong there. Maybe it's because we had prayed before for her and she was not healed and something just went cold. How did all this start for you? I know you went to Jamaica for girls, but, but you know, is that where your ministry really started or did you already know Christ? And I heard God, not audibly, but kind of this internal, very strong voice. And it says, I'm calling you to ministry full time. Knives coming out of your pocket. One guy in a switchblade. Not good. Not good. So I, was like, I mean, in that context, I'm talking about if somebody doesn't know Christ, it's not my job to clean up their life. My job is to show them who Jesus is and then to make their own decision. So I went up the next day, I, I literally started saying, I'm going to cast you off this mountain, you have no authority, and I heard an audible voice. I've never heard God audibly, but I heard this thing audibly. It says, who do you think you are? You have no authority to do this. Mm -hmm.